Hey, this is Jaron Lewison, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Shawbell. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Shawbell. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is actor Jared Lewison. Jared is best known as portraying Ben Gross in Mindy Kaling's hit Netflix show, Never Have I Ever, which is watched by more than 40 million people globally. We talk about his career as an actor in the fourth season of the show during this episode. Jared, welcome to Five Questions. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here. How did you get started as an actor at age five? Originally, my mom was a teacher and she was a teacher for a long time. And when I was in preschool, we would get out at different times. So I would have to do aftercare programs. And they have a lot of different groups come in to like incite interest for kids, whether it's like a a zookeeper or a veterinarian or I don't know, like as a scientist or a doctor or a nurse or something like that. And there was one time that an improv group came to the aftercare and apparently, which I was too young to remember this, but this is what my mom tells me that the group came up to her afterwards and said that I really enjoyed everything. I was always raising my hand. I was always volunteering for every game. I wanted to be the center of every game. And they actually gave my mom a number for like a local film and TV agent because at the time I couldn't read. So I couldn't really do theater. And I don't know that I really would have understood theater at that time. I started from there. I signed with that agent and then I was on Barney when I was seven or eight and kind of kept going from there. Yeah, my after school programs growing up were not as interesting. Uh, The only thing I remember is playing like Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. In after school. I mean, <laughs> that sounds fantastic. I don't even know that I had Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. I think a lot of it was just like games. And I, I wish I was like able to remember, but I think I loved it, whatever it was. I mean, I've always loved school. So no matter what it was, I think I was excited to like talk to people and see like what their jobs were and learn about their lives and all that kind of stuff. And it seems like just acting in school has always been a balancing act for you. What were some of the challenges of filming Never Have I Ever as a full-time college student? Yeah, it's difficult. I think that I was inspired a lot by student athletes and then a lot of people that I just know in my life that have worked multiple jobs, whether it was in college, in high school or outside of college, or maybe they didn't even go and they have two jobs or they have like a hustle. And I think that it's always been something that I've related to. I love being busy. I love having multiple things to do at one time. You know, I'm grateful for my support system. I think that that was a really big thing for me. That's what kind of kept me grounded and kept me sane because it was hard. I was a full-time student. I was taking 16 units, which I went to the University of Southern California. That's a full course load. So I was taking four classes every semester. And on top of that, I was working 70 to 80 hours a week. A big thing was sacrifice. I was sacrificing sleep, some parties and and some social gatherings that I kind of missed out on. But I think I was able to do a good job with balancing everything just mainly because my friends were kind of uplifting me when things got difficult or when I was stressed out. And the other thing is I'm really great with time management. So I would get things done like two or three weeks in advance where like somebody wouldn't have even started on the essays and I would already have had it done for a week and a half. And that kind of allowed me to look forward where I'd be like, okay, I know I'm working every single day this week. I'm probably working a 70 hour week. Like I maybe I'm not going to have time for a lot of homework. So I'm going to need to try to like really plan ahead, maybe get some notes from people and not fall behind. That's really the trick. You just got to stay ahead of the curve. Now a word from our sponsor. Having trouble hiring, retaining, and developing your workforce? iSolved is here to help. iSolved People Cloud is a comprehensive human capital management solution that helps you employ, enable, and empower your workforce throughout the entire employment lifecycle. From attracting and recruiting, 
to onboarding and compliance, from payroll and benefits to time and labor management, and from talent management to predictive people analytics. Transform your employee experience for a better today and a better tomorrow with iSolved. For more information, go to iSolvedHCM.com. And without sharing any spoilers, what do people have to look forward to for this new season? I think it's our best season. I love all of our seasons. I really do. And I know that I'm also biased, but I do think that this fourth season is really just something even beyond what we've accomplished in the past, which I know is a really high bar. And for people that love the show, every single character that you love in this fourth season really goes through a massive identity change and growth. And you kind of see them get ready for adulthood. You know, they're in senior year and senior year is hectic. I think we can all look back at our own senior years and think, wow, like there was so much change coming. And it's really about the preparation for that and about the growth and about the ability to sort of adapt to the new changes that are coming. And you think a lot about who you want to be in this next chapter. And no matter which character you love and relate to, there is something in this fourth season that will make your jaw drop, that will make you laugh, that will maybe make you a little bit emotional. I know that I definitely had all of those emotions and many, many more. So I'm just really excited for everyone to see it. I've gotten so many amazing messages and gotten to talk to a lot of fans and have those interactions where people have said how much the show has meant to them. And I think that this fourth season will sort of be the perfect conclusion to that. I think that most people, well, unless you're looking at the love triangle and you have Team Ben and Team Paxson, because there is a winner. So I think most people are going to be excited and then there may be a, a different part of the fandom that's maybe not so excited if that's what they're the most invested in. But it's a really special show and I'm so grateful to be a part of it and I can't wait to see everyone's reactions. Yeah, and that's such a great response. You have such good energy and excitement around this, especially you do hear some actors and actresses that are like, well, I guess I have to do another season of this. But you're the yeah. exact opposite. You're like, bring it on. Like this, I, is, this is kind of more growth for, for you, your character and everything that you've done. So it's, it's definitely very refreshing. And why do you think you and the show resonate so much specifically with Gen Z? I think it's the relatability in the writing. I give so much credit to Mindy and Lang, who are the co-creators of Never Have I Ever and the rest of the writing team, because like I said, I think no matter kind of what your background is or what your inter intersectionality is, like there's something for everyone in this show, whether you're like a 65-year-old man like my grandfather or you're a 25-year-old female or, or anything in between, there's something that you can sort of look at in the show and find yourself in. And our show is also like, it's chaotic and messy and beautiful and heartwarming. And it really has like a beautiful blend of genres in there. Like you're going to be laughing in the next moment, your heart's going to be so full. And then maybe you're going to be like, someone's cutting onions and you, you got some tears flowing over there. Like there's so much in our show that I think Gen Z relates to in terms of like striving for perfection and messing up and having to like learn how to embrace your failures and the scary things that come with high school and everything after and preparing for that. And I think that everyone goes through that period, whether it is in high school or it's maybe a little bit later or earlier, like you sort of can watch our show and say, oh yeah, like I remember when I was worried about that or I remember when I messed up, you know, a situation similar and how I came out of it. And also just the way that it's written it flies by so quickly. You can sit down with your loved ones, whoever they are, whether it's a, a partner or, or a spouse or your family, your parents, like really anybody. And you can sit and enjoy the show and you can talk about it and have real conversations about what your life is. And hopefully it inspires people to do that. And from the fans that I've gotten to talk to, that's definitely been the case for a lot of them. And it's really special. It's a, it's a really incredible show. And it was made with a lot of love and a lot of care. And I think that you can feel that when you watch it, or, or rather, I really hope so. And what's your best piece of career advice? It's remember the feeling. 
it's basically something that I try to live by all the time, which reminds us to remember both like the mundane and the small moments, the things that you would consider maybe boring or not necessarily huge, but really make you smile. And then the massive moments, the monumental things, whether it's getting your dream job or getting into your dream school or falling in love or whatever that may be. It just encourages me to embrace how amazing life is. And when I'm on set, I remind myself that this is a dream that I've had since as long as I can remember. I mean, this is years, decades now in the making. And I never want to be on set and take that for granted. Not one second. I want to always stop and remember the feeling, take those mental photos, take it all in. Because I'm working with some of the most incredible people in the industry. I've gotten the chance to be on a show or be on a set or be on a film or whatever it ends up being that kids dream of from around the world. There are millions of people who want to be actors and actresses. There are very few of us that actually get the chance to do it and do it on this level and and with this magnitude. And I think that it encourages me to not only be grateful, but also be kind and be positive and try to leave my impact in a, in a positive light and make sure that anytime that people work with me, they really have a fantastic experience and, and I can give them everything that I have because I don't want to ever remember the feeling and, and feel like I should have left something else out there. You know, I always want to make sure that I can give 110% and then 1% more. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Jaron. To follow his journey, you can watch the fourth season of Never Have I Ever on Netflix and find him on Instagram and Twitter, where he shares his appearances and show updates. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash Dan Shaw Bell. And please remember to rate and review the Five Questions podcast on iTunes. Mm-hmm.